0: back at it like a crack at it. Shout out to Killer Mike. Yo, he's killing it. Um right from the jump. So that's what I've been um uh, listening to some Killer Mike. Um if you don't know, now you know. Right? Killer Mike out of Atlanta, you know? Running with them boys, uh outcasts Um who, you know, I know fondly, uh not personally. Just finally because, you know, since a child listening to Dungeon Family, um, yeah, you know, you you kinda had to like everybody coming out of Atlanta because, you know, Dungeon Family, Outcast, it just don't stop. Right? So that's where I'm at. So shout out to Killer Mike and if you ain't heard his his album, Mike, I believe that's what it's called, yo, it is it's killer. It's exactly like it says killer. He murdered a person, I think, and put it on the album. So it's a, a snuff. It's a snuff album because, you know, it's, it's just it's so, you know, it's just it's exactly what it sounds like. It's just killer. Like, um, you hear people screaming. It's a few dead bodies. When you, you know, when you download the album, you get the pictures of it. Um, I, was, I almost said when you buy the CD, but <laughs> I definitely would have dated myself talking about buying CDs. I ain't bought a CD since 98. I ain't gonna lie. Ever since I discovered, um, what was the first one, LimeWire? Bruh, I was not downloading. I mean, I was not buying CDs after that. Everything was straight download, right? So yeah, I remember... Sitting in the back of the class, I'm supposed to be doing a report. I'm in there downloading um ludicrous, you know what I'm saying, whole album on Limewire. <laughs> My teacher, like, look at me, look at Flores back there he doing his work, being a good little kid. I was not doing what I was supposed to be doing. I'm for downloading, you know what I'm saying, um, when I move, you move. Just like that. I'm downloading the whole Ludacris album. <laughs> no joke. And the instrumentals because I'm going to try to rap over those on the school bus heading home. Right? I'm trying, to, I'm trying to listen. I got a damn, what was it? A flash drive I got from my mom. That shit said uh, Maricopa County on it. <laughs> flash drive. And I'm fucking downloading Ludacris. You know what I'm saying? Um... The next week, you know, cause you know, internet was slow then, right? It, especially the ones in the school. Like, who using computers other than teachers? You know, you know what I'm saying? But we was, we had, we had a couple computers, you know, in the class, <clears throat> and um, shoot, and I was using them. Everybody like, why my bandwidth so slow? Why am I computer going slow? It was me slowing down the entire school district's internet, trying to get fucking. Ludacris album, trying to download um, um I don't know what it was. Halloween H two O. I was straight up trying to download Halloween H two O, the whole movie on LimeWire. My teacher was mad as hell when he saw when he went finally went back there and saw what I was doing. you we're gonna an essay. Hell no. I- I'll bring you a copy of this Ludacris album though. He wasn't having it though, he, was, he wasn't having it. He was he was pretty upset about that. You know, he thought I was on my J-O-B, but I was really on my, you know, when I move, you move, just like that. You know, I was on that. You know, listening. I'm probably, me and my boy, we probably the only Arizona people who was just bumping Atlanta folk. And I don't know why, like, you know what I'm saying? Before it was like super cool. I'm up here. I thought I was CeeLo Green for a minute before he was singing. His voice, you know. Every single Dungeon Family song was on that. CeeLo Green. That was before, you know, he got all weird with um, you know, was it Gnarles Barkley? Yeah, it was before he got all weird with that shit. But I mean, even some of those songs was pretty cool too, though. I ain't gonna stop. But you know, we was heavy on them Atlanta rappers. And so when Killer Mike came out, first song I heard was that damn he was on with Bone Crusher and I fucking hated that guy because everybody was like every time they saw me because I was a big dude with long hair they was like Bone Crusher man nigga fuck you your mama Bone Crusher <laughs> so I was like nah man You know fucking Bone Crusher bro Bone Crusher give me somebody else I'll take I'll take the fat um one of the fat Bone thugs in harmony I'll take him over Bone Crusher Shit, I'll take Ice Cube. Give me Cube, right? Why well, gotta? Why well, immediately gotta be the biggest? I wasn't even that big, you know what I'm saying at the time. You know, I wasn't even that big to be like bone crusher. You come bone with cr- nigga. I played linebacker, bro. I a lineman. Come on, man. Put some respect on my name. You know. Gonna call me Bone Crusher. Put some respect on my name. It was like one of the OGs too, so I couldn't even say shit. I just had to take it like a G. Like, when he gone, I'ma act like I'm mad about it. But he the OG, so I'ma just I'ma be like, yeah, 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 Bone Crusher. You a funny dude. You a funny dude. Nah, we didn't talk like that. <laughs> but but you know. That's how you kind of, you know, you got to kind of, you got to take it in stride because, you know, you're the big homie and, you know, you just got to, you just got to pay your dues, I guess. You know, they're going to, they going to talk their shit and run their mouth, whatever, whatever. But, you know, at the end of the day, when he gone, I'll be talking again But, yeah, you know, so I had to, I had to kind of take that shit in stride. But anyways, man, I'm like good anyways Bone Crusher no Killer Mike alright you gotta go with it that's where it's at you know Killer Mike that's what it's say. y'all gotta check out that album it's, it's dope it's dope yeah but anyways welcome back to In The End we, we you know we, we find our way back here it's been a while it's been a minute I understand right <clears throat> but you know I had to go on hiatus for a minute you know, baby mama seen how much money I was making. and was like, uh-uh, we need some more child support. I said, fuck that, man. I ain't giving them no more than this 250 I got to, I already got to give. You know, so they was on my head. They was like, heard the podcast. Shit, you think, nigga, you think you're funny? I'm like, I am pretty funny, actually. Mm, who listened to you? What you mean listen to me? Everybody listen to me. Shit. I got fans in Taiwan. I got fans in Brazil. Shout out to my Ukrainians. Um, my Yugoslavians. You know, my... Don't say Taiwanese. I said Taiwan, I think, but don't... I I didn't mean to say that, China. Don't fuck with me, please. I am not admitting that Taiwan is a country. So, um, please don't attack me. All right? So let's go back to my other fans. In Croatia, right? I got fucking Germany. Hey, what up? Um, Zimbabwe. I was so surprised with that one. I'm like, Africans? Fuck with me? Yo. That's what's up. So shout out to the real black folk. I'm glad y'all doing all right that y'all got the internet now. I'm, I'm glad it finally made it y'all way. Y'all doing all right. Shit, shit that came up over there, huh? Y'all done came up. Got the internet and everything. Got an iPhone. What kind of? What year y'all got? Six? Y'all still on six? I don't know which one y'all on that yet, but I know you ain't got fucking 14 yet, so don't stunt. Don't stunt too hard. I'm just playing with y'all. Y'all got fucking... Billionaires over there in South Africa, so I mean, I'm pretty sure y'all doing all right. I'm hoping. Now, you know, you know, what I'm talking about as a, as a continent. I hope y'all doing all right, man. But I know as individual countries, man, it's a lot of turmoil going on. I'm not even gonna pretend to understand because you know what? Out of sight, out of mind, baby. No, I'm just <laughs> But but I don't. I just don't know. I don't wanna. I don't wanna pretend to say some shit that I have no idea what I'm talking about, but. You know, but um, but yeah, shit. Um, I have no idea. Yeah, what's going on over there? You know, I'm not even gonna pretend. Um, but thanks for listening in. You know, thanks for listening in. Keep 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 on keeping on. Keep on tuning in. We gonna give you what you want, what you need. That content. I hate that word content. I, I, I feel like just saying the word content makes it make it feel like what I say is fake and what I say you know what I'm saying and I don't think I say fake shit I think I say I think I say real shit it's just you know sometimes it's in a funny way but it's real like you know what I'm saying there are Crystal Queens you know what I mean there are uh, bitches who try to get you you know with voodoo that's true I didn't make that part up Um, there is an old man Jenkins in South Phoenix who was kidnapping kids like that's true I talked about that, you know, so, you know, not everything I say is bullshit, right? But, you know, that's what, in the end, is about. It's about, I say something, right? You spend the rest of your life trying to figure out, was I lying, right? Because if I'm lying, I'm flying. No, I'm just playing. Because if I ain't telling the truth, then what's worth listening to it, right? That's what you're trying to figure out. But... That shit don't matter, right? And I'm gonna tell you why it don't matter because you're listening anyways, right? You're listening anyways. But anyways, um, what's going on, man? What's in the news? I have no, I have, I'm, I'm super out of touch, like with, like just reality right now because, you know, you get to a certain part in life as a as a human being where you just focus on you know, just like essentials, you know, you focus on all the things that you have to do, not what you want to do. Right. And so the more you find yourself kind of going with that flow of doing the things that you want to do, I mean, that you have to do and not the things that you want to do, you forget about everybody else. Like you forget that there's like billions of other people out there in the world. Right. And you literally got to like reflect and sit back and watch the news and just chill and be like oh shit you know um, three babies is um, involved in a kidnapping what the fuck like that's really happening out there in, uh, in Chile that's really going on oh shit well hide your kids you know they got these little baby gangs out in Chile right now so all I'm saying is if if your five-year-old says he wants to get a tattoo of GD, don't fucking let him. You know, cause he's probably already in the game. You know, they lining the, the the moment you step foot in kindergarten, they recruiting. Right? You thought that was a basketball coach? Hell no. He had a flag on. <laughs> he had a, a a motherfucking flag on. You know, he was repping his set the whole time. Do you see him out there? No, no, bro. I'm telling you, they're recruiting. They're recruiting that young now. Right? They see that football coaches is out here trying hard you know what I'm saying to get these recruits in and you know gang numbers is low so that you know they hired a consultant and that consultant says you need to reach out to the community it starts in the community you get the community to turn to gangs right turn to the streets and the gang life then they're gonna stop playing sports and go to after school programs that's what the you know that's what the damn consultant told the gang leader and he like, you know what, you're right. We need to diversify. And we need to go ahead and, and, and reach out to the suburbs because these kids, these kids who got money, they've been wanting to be us anyways, right? They've been wanting to uh, you know what I'm saying, cause a little bit of havoc. They've been wanting to loot, right? Been looking for a reason to, you know, do a drive-by with buckets of candy you know they've been wanting to live that life so all I'm saying is like they just you know they got their own outreach program now right you know it's the uh, the gang boys and girls club right they got their own little outreach you come there it's real cheap summer program I sent both my kids right they came back reformed like a motherfucker just you know just different just different you know so, cause I, I fucked up. I didn't send them to the same one, to the same um, outreach program camp. You know, I sent one to the Bloods and I sent one to the Crips, and so they came back just feuding. Like I'm a, I should have known better. You know what I'm saying? My, I didn't see. I didn't do well in school when it came to colors and shapes. And so when they would throw out the gang signs, I, I really, I thought they, I thought my, I thought everybody just knew, like all the gangs just knew sign language really well. Right, or that they were just giving me like circles and, and um, you know, and exclamation points. You know, I, I didn't realize what that's what those the gang signs were referring to, right? I and mean, colors like, I just never could see colors that well. You know, I'm not colorblind. It's just you know, I just I just don't see color. You know, that's why I, that's why I can never be racist. I tried, I really tried to be racist, but I I fucked around and I was like, I was like, you honky, right? You you, you little. Alabama, uh, I fuck with my stepsister looking, but the whole time I was yelling to this Asian dude. I I don't see color, so he was confused. I don't even think he spoke the language, and I regretted it because I, you know, I was trying too hard. I shouldn't. I shouldn't came down. To, I should have. I should have got to their level. You know, I should not have been at a gangster's level. I need to. You know, I need to just realize that. I just don't do well with colors. But anyway, so I sent my kids to a Blood and the Crip Gang um, camp, summer camp, and it was cheap. That's mostly why I did it. It was cheap. It was cheaper than the Croc Center. Couldn't afford the Croc Center, not this year. Not on my budget, right? Not on my budget. So I went ahead and I sent them to Bloods and the Crips camp this summer, and um, one of them was thriving, man. I swear. When they came back, just positive, full of hope, you know? Just real positive, like, you know what I'm saying? Just like my hood's the best. And I really felt it when they would say it, like, my hood's the best. And I'm like, I really believe it when you say it. Like there's something about how you're saying it that I'm just like, I believe you that your hood is the best now. You know, my I'm of course my other daughter, she you know, I don't know if it's sibling rivalry or because they made a blood oath to their gangs. I'm not sure which one it is. But they weren't happy about them, you know, throwing up their red flag and just being so positive. You know, they just, they just, you know, they just weren't, they didn't like it. And so, you know, she just walked around dancing all the time, just, you know, stomping on everything. I thought she was checking for roaches. No, she just was, she just was, she called it sea walking. I thought it was regular walking, but she called it sea walking. um, and so they just, they just, did the rest of that, you know, that school year, they just didn't get along. So I just decided for the, for the betterment of the family, I'm not going to send them back. They called, they called a few times. They said, we'll sponsor them. If, if money's an issue, we'll sponsor them to come back. They, we thought they did really well. And um, they really got our future in gang life. Um, the, you know, my oldest, the blood, she, um, she got an A in, in drive-by. Um, you know, but she's not the only one who has the accolades, right? Um, the youngest, the, the one who went to crit school, she um, she actually excelled in, she was accepted to the honors program in, in thieving and in, in, um, in thieving and jumping fences. Yeah, she, she actually, um, she got accepted to the honors program and I'm really proud of her for that. And you got to support your kids no matter what they're into, you know? Because whether it's gang life, you know that I put them in myself because I wasn't knowing, you know, the consequences of my actions, or whether it's, you know, them wanting to get into cheer. You know, you gotta support them all the same way. You know, and I think that's what's that's what's going on in household communities in these day and age that that families aren't supporting their their children no matter what. You know, when they come home with that with that um, sewing badge. You know when they come home with that sewing badge and you hand them your pants and they're like no this is sewing bullet holes you know i got this for sewing up some bullet holes that's when you can say you're a proud father right that's when you can look yourself in the mirror and say i've done it i've made it and my kids are gonna be all right right so if, if, you, if you've never been i've I, I highly recommend well minus the killing and the you know the bloodshed and the turmoil and the destruction that it causes in the communities. It's a really good place. It's a really good place. They're good. They're nice people. They're nice people. Like one guy, he um, he was making custom pizzas, right? He was making custom pizzas and he put pepperonis that said FU on it, and my kids just loved it. They loved. They absolutely loved it. The whole FU spelled out, and I was like, that's a good guy. Deep down in his heart. He's part of the, you know, he he, he has, you know, gain in his heart, but in his lower intestine, he has love, right? And he got love in his lower intestine. And that just telling you it's somewhere in his body, right? It's something in the blood, you know, <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> yeah, because they're bloods, you know? But anyway, something in his, his soul right that is just saying That's just screaming like I'm a lost man and I'm I'm looking to be better and that's why he's reaching out to the community I think I think that's really why he's reaching out to the community because he's he sees himself in those children you know he sees himself in those children right being taken away from their mothers and uh, due to being addicted to crack cocaine and you know, shooting his way through the foster system he sees he sees that same thing in those kids and and that's a beautiful thing that's a beautiful thing right I'm happy for him um I heard that he is doing well um and he will be getting out of jail soon um he they they did not find the weapons, so it's not it's only attempted murder it's not you know. It's not attempted murder, you know, uh, with a deadly weapon, I believe they said. I'm not sure how they how they phrased it. I, I missed the court hearing. It was on, but I'll catch the documentary. They got a documentary about him coming out on Netflix, uh, Making a Murderer 3, the, you know, Making a Murderer 3. So it's coming out soon. Just, some, just check it out, you know, and you'll see he's a great guy, deep down. You know, those first 15 murders, he was... He wasn't in his right state of mind and he was just a kid you know at the ripe old age of 28. what are you really thinking at 28 murder you mean to tell me at 28 you weren't thinking about murder come on give him give this guy some slack man give him some slack you know he was young you know he was young uh so i mean yeah, you just gotta give people a break sometimes. I think what happened with him is he didn't have a father and a mother who who nurtured him, you know, and who told him, you know, this week you only murdered four people. It's okay. Next week you'll do you'll do better. You'll get five next week. Just keep trying. He didn't have anyone pushing him to be his best, you know? He got you know, so thus he got sloppy and thus he went to jail. So that's the type of things you'll learn at blood and crib camp is, you know, how to get away with those things so you don't have the same problem. And you don't, we live that same cycle, right? It's the cycle that they're in. that no father's around cycle that they get caught in, you know, and no parents, no, no, you know, they don't have permission from their parents to just be them, you know what I mean? He told, can you believe he told me his grandma was like, turn yourself in? What kind of selfish bitch was she? Turn yourself in? She had no love. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, turn yourself in? Yeah, right. You know, she just had no... um, They just didn't know how to raise him right, you know? It is okay, you know? Because the community was there to pick him up, right? And this is why... You know, I advocated heavily for Bloods and cribs camp until, I, until I found out my kids were. You know, of course, of course, I'm gonna take them out when I find out that they are. You know, sewing up other gang members' wounds from getting shot. Like, yes, I'm gonna take them out. They're not qualified. I got them no certifications on that yet. One can't even pass basket weaving but now she can sew, you know what I'm saying? She can suture a complete, you know, right side shoulder um, gunshot wound, right? How is that possible? She hadn't even got her license yet. (laughs) So I'm just like, what kind of a fly by night, you know? What kind of a second rate, you know? After school program and summer program you guys running here? You know, sheesh, let them get their experience first. You know, yikes, my kids were still on knives and they want to push them straight to shotguns. And I'm like, no, 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 man. It starts with the cutlery. You gotta start with the cutlery. They're young, right? That old fashioned cutlery. That's where you gotta start, man. You can't just push them straight to Uzis, bro. Like, that's just that's irresponsible. And that's why I took them out because it's irresponsible of them to to allow that. To allow, you know, the accreditation team needs to be on them, honestly, because I really don't think that those that that 12 gauge sawed off shotgun. I don't think it was regulation. I don't think it was regulation at all. Um, the noses, right? They were, they were, I think they were, they were like pirate shaped. You know what I'm saying? Like they were too short. I didn't know if it was a, you know, a single bullet pirate gun or a shot shotgun. I couldn't tell. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I couldn't tell it was an old fashioned pistol musket, right? Or if it was a um, double barrel Sort of I, I, couldn't, I couldn't really tell so I don't think it was regulation and I, I don't want to be that guy but you know you can get in a lot of trouble with that you know those accreditations they'll, they'll pull your card man they will pull you they will fucking pull your accreditation you fucking you motherfuckers need to get it together because if they pull your accreditation you're fucked bro so all I'm saying is Tighten up, man. That's all I'm saying is tighten up. Because we don't, we don't, we got enough going on with COVID and, you know what I'm saying? And all this other stuff going on that you fuckers can't have the right size guns for these children? That's, that's not okay. That's not okay. You know, for you to have these, you know, I believe it was about three to four inches off. I didn't have my tape measure, but. I'm telling you, those those are creditors. They do, they and they will. They'll measure that shit, bro. They'll measure it out, and they'll they'll see that this is not regulation. You're you got about four or five inches missing here, sir. How do you explain yourself, you know. Because they mean business and they take it serious, right? They take it serious. Because if you don't get your shit together, I will take them to the cartel right to straighten them out I will straight take them to the Mexican cartel summer program next year if you don't get your shit together because they know how to make children's soldiers there's only two clubs that fucking make children's soldiers better right than the cartel and that's the Congo right that's the Congo and that's fucking Ukraine shout out to Ukraine baby let's go That's what you call a callback. Shout out to Ukraine. Keep on supporting and keep watching. Right? No one does it better, baby. No one does it better. I'm not sending them to the Congo, right? The Congolese. That's too much. That program costs way too much. Not this year. When they turn 18, you bet your sweet ass they're going on a full ride. Full ride scholarship, baby. That's right. Because they're offering. They, they fucking sent an offer sheet, right? Bloods and Crips Club. Get it together. Get it together. Because the Congolese are out fucking recruiting you, right? They came all the way to America to check out what is our toughest, you know, what's the toughest, what's the baddest people on earth? And they're not impressed. They're not impressed, bro. But they sent my daughter's an offer letter, right? Because I told you they're top of their class. They were top of their class. I I don't know how to say this without bragging, but they were top of their class. Congolese um, army, child army, has sent them an offer letter and they're talking full ride, baby. (laughs) Fucking we did it. (laughs) We did it. Full ride scholarship, right? So get it together, man. I will ship... I will fucking ship them over to to Congo right (laughs) where they got the right size shotguns I promise you that they got the right size shotguns and for your information the right size a case so not trying to brag but get it together anyways um, I hope you enjoyed this episode it's been another one and another one. And another and we and we going to keep bringing it back, baby. Cuz we back. It's been another episode of in the M. Let's go.